Hello, hello, and welcome to my podcast. Natasha here. We are reversing trauma with a lot of fun on this podcast by gently confronting your ego so you can find within this space a safe environment to question, to ponder, and to learn, and also to show up as your worst self and still deserve love. Hello, hello, podcast listeners. I am incredibly happy that you are here listening in again. Thank you so much for trusting me and giving me your precious time. You could be doing a million things right now. You could be scrolling on social media mindlessly. You could be masturbating. You could be out saving the world. You could be meditating. You could be doing so many things. You could be listening to another podcaster, but you chose to listen to me and I want you to know I am forever grateful and so appreciative and sending you all of this love. Let me do like a little bit of like sending the energy from the heart. Oh my God, can you feel it? Oh, I'm so honored. What a privilege. So what I want to talk about today is um, the one of the traps from the mind that I feel is such an easy trap to fall into when it comes to like avoiding healing. Because I think that like a lot of times, like I said in my last episode, we avoid healing because healing actually only really takes place when we go into the pain and we avoid going into the pain so much because of all of this like you know evolutionary things and like blah 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 right so i am i am convinced that there is absolutely no era in time that was better or worse for healing and this and that you know what i mean like every single i think that every single generation was as fucked up as the previous and it's going to be as fucked up as the next. So I feel like that's like a huge excuse that people bring in, in their life. It's just like, oh, in today's day and age and in today's day and age. And it's, it's about, oh, it's because of the, it's because of social media and it's because of this and it's because of that, that, you know, X, Y, Z, A, B, C, you know what I mean? And so I'm using this as an example, like, you know, era and time, because I feel like it's one of the number one big examples that excuses that people bring up. Up, but it's it's bullshit right and like another excuse that people bring up just in general for things is like I don't know like where they come from like their backgrounds like their ethnicity like their like their family situations and like I really want to invite you and myself as well and like I hope that you guys realize that every time I do these podcasts they are therapeutic for me because I realize as well how like it helps me reinforce my integrity because as I realize these things and I share them with you I'm reinforcing my practice of it as well and so my point being here that there is absolutely no reason to suffer and there is no reason to give yourself a situation like to put yourself in a situation or to see the situation there you go to perceive the situation in a way where you're like a victim 
of something external. And now I'm going to make a parenthesis on this later. Like I'm going to, I'm going to give this, um, I'm going to give this like a gray zone because I don't believe also, and I'm bringing this up right away. I do not believe in you manifest everything in your life. Like everything you manifest. Like, I think that's bull crap. I really think that that is like, it's probably, it's freaking gaslighting. That's what it is. Oh, come to the, come to the world of the law of attraction. You're going to make a million dollars overnight. Oh, you don't? Well, it's because you didn't manifest it. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's just ridiculous. So getting out of the whole, like (laughs) the toxicity of it, I still want to come in and bring this tempered, balanced point of view of, of being able to take responsibility, like radical self-responsibility within reality. And I think that's what's missing. So I think that there's like this whole thing in the healing and in the entrepreneur world of like radical self-responsibility, but within reality, like we live in this world of duality. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, it's, it's nothing is ever going to be completely rainbows and butterflies and fucking unicorns shitting out like cotton candy you know what I mean I was gonna say popcorn but I felt like cotton candy was more graphic and purple and so when it comes to being like oh like I have a hard time dating in 2023 because you know all of these dating apps and you know like all this like instant gratification and it's like smoke screen smoke screena you spent five minutes in the sales world you know what a smoke screen is and if you don't let me explain it to you a smoke screen is a is a lie if you want to put it like in a really direct way, is a is a, a lie that people that our minds it's a lie that the human mind hides behind telling you that that's the reason for something when actually it's a much deeper reason and so the reason why I bring this up is because I don't know if you know me but I've worked in sales for a long time and this is a really common thing and as a coach as well this is a really common thing so someone will come on to a coaching call and they'll be like oh you know what I mean like I'm really having a hard time dating nah, nah, nah. and it's like finding you know or finding like like the business model that's good for me or like the person that's good for me oh why is it oh well you know like I really think it's because like you know in 2023 it's just like people are like you know with these like dating apps people are so superficial and it's just so hard to find like a partner that you know or like this like oh, all of these business models are like totally saturated and it's just so far to ha- hard to find a business model that's not like saturated. Smoke screen. What, do you think that in 1955 people weren't superficial? What do you think in, 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 in the 1980s? What do you think in like 1876? Oh, we should go back to 1876 because there was no such thing as a saturated business model in 1876. Let's go back then. Maybe we should go back to the medieval era when, you know, there was definitely no saturated business models. Like, what are you saying? You know what I mean? Like, do you realize how ridiculous it is when we get into it and we actually think about how these smoke screens are there like all the time? So people have always had a hard time. People always suffer. Oh, in this era, we suffer so much. Oh, in this era, people don't connect. And in this era, this. And in this era, that. And I'm really like, I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm, I'm really like, I'm calling out like the whole era thing. Cause I feel like it's such an underlying smokescreen for like everybody. Like, I feel like I hear it all the time. And I feel like myself 
oh, because it's 2023, oh, because it's this, oh, because of Gen Z and Gen X and Gen ABC, like, freaking, it's just ridiculous how our minds are so good at smoke screens. It's crazy, it's crazy, it's crazy, it's crazy. And what is the smoke screen? Not taking responsibility for the self. And again, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring in the tempered version of this soon, but I want to I want to cover like this extreme first. So it's not because it's 2023 that you cannot have a successful business, that you cannot have a healthy relationship, that you cannot have the body that you want. Uh, because you know, nowadays food is not good quality. You know what I mean? It's not because of anything outside of you that you cannot have what you want as long as it is in your control. Okay. So there's always a nuance, but as long as you are desiring something that is within your control and you are aware of that, and this is something that we learn in NLP, right? If you're going to give yourself a goal, if you're going to give yourself something that you want to achieve that has anything to do with anything that is outside of your power, you're going to probably set yourself up for patterns of disappointment, frustration, and, and, and a lot of pain and suffering in your life. I want to give you a concrete example about that. So if I say to myself, I want to get hired for this job and, and my, 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 my sense of achievement and of self-worth and everything is dependent on me getting hired for that job. It's, it's something that doesn't depend on me, right? It's, it's putting my happiness on the responsibility of something outside of me, right? It's, it's, I can't, there's absolutely no way that I can guarantee me getting that job because this resides in the actions and the decision of someone outside of me. Like, I can't say if this guy dates me because that's like, that, that's something that, that, that includes another human being and you cannot put your happiness relying on something outside of you because then you're setting yourself up for disappointment and maybe you're not maybe that person is going to you can always influence but you can never guarantee right and so if you're gonna set yourself up for being the absolute most aligned version with that desire completely different completely different if I'm going to show up in my life for me to be the absolute most aligned version of me having that job, meaning that I'm going to show up to those interviews completely rested, completely like prepared, completely confident, completely like self-cared. You know what I mean? Like I am like, you know, like you're setting yourself up for being quote unquote, even if I hate this and maybe I'll make another podcast episode, the best version of you in that moment, then that's the only thing that you can do. And that's what we want to strive for, right? If you can work on yourself in a way that you are such a, a, a safe person to be around emotionally and romantically, that it would just be a no brainer for somebody that shares the same values with you that you would want to date to date you. That is, that is something that you can do, right? If you want to set your business up in a way where you give so much value to people that it's, it doesn't even make sense for them to not move forward with your services or products or whatever you do. That's what you can do, but you can never oblige somebody to buy from you. You can never oblige somebody to hire you. You can never control if someone's going to want to date you or not. 
putting your control and wanting to control the things that you control. We're so used to like putting our control outside of us that we want to control the things outside of us that we forget to control the things inside of us, which are the most important things to control, right? And this ties in with this whole like, because it's 2023, oh, and because it's like COVID, I can't, oh, and because of this, because of that. And I'm not saying that these struggles aren't real. I am not saying that. But stop blaming X, Y, Z and start blaming the fact that you live in a human body on planet Earth. And you're like, what? what? Where is this girl going with this? She's like, radical self-responsibility, but you want me to blame the fact that I'm just existing as a human? Yes, that's literally what it is. So the thing is, is that all of the suffering that you have, all of the pain that you have is not unique to you. Any form of suffering and pain that you are experiencing, every single human being on the planet that exists, black, white, purple, brown, I don't care what color they are, young, old, Africa, Asia, America, Europe, I don't care where they're from. Every single human being on this planet is experiencing pain. Everyone. Everyone. And guess what? Everyone in 2023 experiences pain. Everyone in 2022 experienced pain. Everyone in 2123 is going to experience pain. Everyone in 1923 experienced pain. Guess what? People 7,000 years ago experienced pain. And there's just so much pain everywhere, right? It's just like pain is a thing. Oh my God, the cat is outside in the window. <laughs> I'm going to go open up the door for the cat. So everyone experiences pain. So it's not a valid excuse to, you know, like, oh, it's because of this thing that um, I'm like, that I'm having, that I'm suffering. Oh, if it, if it was just for the fact that I wasn't living in 2023, then I wouldn't, I wouldn't experience this pain. Bullshit, smokescreen, you would experience pain anyway. Yes, kitty, I hear you. And oh, if it wasn't for the fact that, you know, um, I was born in this family, then I wouldn't experience pain. Bullshit, you'd experience pain anyway. Oh, if it wasn't for the fact that I'm this color, I wouldn't experience pain. No, you'd experience pain anyway. <laughs> oh, if it wasn't for the fact that, no, you would experience pain anyway. You're always going to experience pain as long as you have a human body and you are in this world of duality. Literally, it's inevitable. It's just, that's the way, that's just what it is. And I'm not being negative and I'm not being, um, I'm not being like, you know, uh, like, I don't know how to say like, yeah, I'm just not being negative. You know what I mean? I am being realistic. I'm being completely honest with you. I'm not telling you this because I want to fucking sell you some kind of stupid dream and some online course and some something, something, you know what I mean? Like literally there is only one reason why anyone would ever want you to believe the contrary. And actually there's two reasons. One of them, they want to reinforce their own smoke screen, which our minds really like doing. Second, they're trying to fucking sell you something, literally. So the fact is, stop blaming everything else and start just blaming the fact that you're human. And with this comes the tempered side of this. It's nobody's fault that you're fucked up. 
if you want to look at it from like the Hindu Buddhist reincarnation kind of part of it, yes, okay, there's like this whole thing where it's like, you know, like if you reincarnated as a human, it's because, you know, you didn't have good enough karma and you didn't put in enough effort to like, you know, be like a celestial being or you didn't, you know, attain, attain Buddhahood or Samadhi or whatever you want to call it, right? So it's like... Okay, if that's what you want to do, like, that's a form of radical self-responsibility that's, like, transcending this life. You know what I mean? Like, oh, my parents are shitty because, you know, of, like, my karma, right? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I chose my shitty parents because my karma, right? Like, I was born in this, you know, handicapped body because of my karma. Like, there's, like, that's, like, a form of, like, extreme self-responsibility in a way, um, which... I personally, um, do I adopt it as my philosophy? I would say like 75% of the time. There's still like a discrepancy for me there. I'm like, meh. So the tempered version of this as well is understanding that it's just, it's just reality. It's just really like being grounded in this reality where it's like, this is a duality. This is a reality of duality. There is going to be pain and there's going to be pleasure. And so you're like, oh my God, Natasha, like what is going on? Fucking like now I'm just discouraged and I'm never going to be happy in my whole entire life. No, there is a solution. So the way to bypass this, which is not even bypassing it. It's not true. I don't even know why I said that. Blah, me and my marketing words. The way to transcend this is to transcend it. <laughs> the way to um, be able to enjoy this is to learn how to enjoy pain. Oh my God, what? Oh my God, yes. So the actual pain and pleasure points of the brain are the same neural pathways as well. Isn't that interesting? So whenever you have a sensation in your body, your mind is perceiving it. You perceive reality through the mind, but you experience it through the body and the mind, right? Does that, does that make sense? I know I'm going a little bit deep here. So the thing is, is that you will only suffer through the mind, but pain is an experience, but suffering is a perception. And the fact is, um, the fact is I got to go feed this cat. I'm sorry, guys. I like don't normally have cats. Um, I'm house sitting for someone that has a cat. So you've got to really understand the delicateness of of the difference between suffering and pain for this to make sense. And if you don't, then, you know, feel free to reach out to me so that you can understand the difference of it. But basically the main point here is that you will never be without pain in your life and stop trying to blame like the, the, the resources of pain, like the, the symptoms of duality and, and start just blaming duality. Start going to the root. It's not because it's 2023. It's not because you're a woman. It's not because you're X, Y, Z that you have pain in your life. It's because you're human. And this pain is never going to go away. That's why I also feel like it's bullshit. This whole like, you manifest your whole life and everything. It's like they're saying, it's that thing. Like, you become like a really good manifester. You're never going to have like... Like, oh, there's this asshole that show up in your life. Let's say that you're like, you get cut off. You know what I mean? And it's like, or someone's like being rude to you or something like that. 
It's like as if, oh, well, that's your fault. Like, oh, well, what if, what, what are you doing to attract that into your life? It's like, no, it's just like it happens. It just fucking happens. It just happens. There's never going to be a time in your life and I can, it's someone come and tell me the opposite. There's never going to be a freaking moment in your life where you're going to be so goddamn enlightened that you're never going to meet anyone ever again that's rude, that's obnoxious, that's not nice. It's like as if there's this like moment where it's like, oh, now you're so enlightened and you're so like, I like reached this level of spirituality and of like manifestation power that literally like everyone I meet is just like a nice person. Like I literally like... I forget that like not nice people even forget because that like even exist because like everyone in my like literally a hundred percent of everyone that I meet is like such a nice person. It's never going to fucking happen. Never is. Now, again, I want to be balanced here. It doesn't mean that you're not going to, that you don't have an energetic say in who and what you attract in your life. That's not true. But it's it's not extreme either. Like everything is a paradox. You know what I mean? And so the paradox here is that by default, by stopping the blaming of the external thing and coming into really quote unquote blaming the root of the 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 the, the quote unquote problem which is the fact that you exist as a human and then you can come in and you can, I guess, quote unquote, heal your humanness. At that point, you're not even going to care anymore if who you attract into your life is, is it's like a positive person or not. You know what I mean? Because you're going to have so much resilience that you're going to have so much forgiveness and so unconditional love that it's like you will see the beauty in everyone. And so therefore, by default, everyone that you will attract will be a beautiful person. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, it's, it's, you have to really transcend the duality for this to apply, which is why, like, I can understand how they would say, like, at one moment, you would only attract beautiful people in your life because everyone is a beautiful person at some extent, right? Maybe it's hidden under years of fucking trauma and, like, drug abuse, (laughs) but everyone is a beautiful person, really hard to remember this when you meet someone that's like completely like sometimes I have these these things where I'm like everyone is like so much potential and then I meet like the stupidest person on the planet and I'm like but maybe not this guy (laughs) but actually for real like that's that's and that's where like the 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 kind of like also like a Buddhist philosophy where it's like everyone has Buddha nature and even in even as like you know India is like a super like caste orientated culture and they even said like it doesn't matter who enlightenment is for everyone even if you're like the untouchable you know like the the lower class person compared to being like the higher class person it doesn't matter enlightenment is for everyone so it's it's like this it's like it's it's bullshit to think that there's ever going to be a time in your life where you're never going to have things that are going to create pain there will always be pain in your life And it's not like get rid of the smoke screen of it being because of X, Y, Z. The only reason why you have pain in your life is because you have a life. Literally, like literally. And that is the paradox of why it's so beautiful. And that's how we can come into loving pain. Because if it wasn't for the pain, there would be no pleasure. We are humans. We're here in this reality of duality. I feel like I want to make this into like a rap. Like 
the reality of duality, pain and pleasure. Something, something that rhymes with pleasure. <laughs> and um, that was me freestyling. Did you like it? So um, next female, spiritual, Eminem. Okay, okay, I'm done. <laughs> so it's like, I hope this point is coming across and it's coming across properly and you can understand it. I don't know if you understand, but I am like, feel like I feel like I'm yelling today because this is just something that it's just like, it's just so like prominent and it's so like for me it's just so prominent as well and I'm just like I'm not chilled about this right now because like this is like I really want like literally if I could like slap this into people I would it's like literally I'm like oh my god if people could understand if you can just understand this maybe I'm so passionate about it because I haven't integrated it yet I logically understand it but maybe I haven't like really you know, um, embodied it. And that's why I'm like so worked up about it. I'm like, come on, come on, Natasha, just understand this. And so I think that's part of why this is something that I'm not so chill about. <laughs> Maybe you guys haven't noticed, but it's so important. It's so, so, so important to understand that it doesn't matter. Like it's to not, and don't let your brain do it. Don't let your brain say stuff like, oh, it's because it's 2023 and oh, it's because I'm a woman. Oh, and it's because I'm a man. Oh, and it's because I'm not a woman or a man. You know what I mean? Oh, it's because I have parents or it's because I don't have parents. It's because, you know, this and that. And it's because of, no, you are suffering because you are human. And there's never going to be a better era to exist than the one right now. There's never going to be a perfect, more perfect body to be in than the one that exists right now. And I'm not saying that social injustices don't exist. I'm not saying, you know what I mean? Blah, blah, blah. But the thing with being human and the thing with understanding compassion and having unconditional compassion is understanding that everyone suffers in life. And this is where uh, the monk, where I did my uh, Buddhist retreat, he said, you know, real compassion is when you can have the exact same level of compassion for the man that is stepping out of his BMW as you can for the person that is living in the slum. And I was like, whoa, brain exploding, wall mind blown. Like literally, it's so true. And actually this is something that I learned myself and I wrote a book about it because I used to be very conditional with my compassion and my sympathy. And I used to think, well, if you haven't been like literally raped, um, abandoned by your parents, beaten up by someone or like physically like, you know, withheld in a basement, I don't really think that you deserve to have any sympathy or empathy. So basically my mindset was like, if your tr level of trauma isn't like, like at least, uh, I don't know, like an 80 on 10, you don't deserve any empathy. Which, which is, which is completely, completely erroneous because the, the pain that someone will experience in life is not, it is dependent on what's happening, but at the same time, it's not like there is pain everywhere. Someone that has had both of their parents their whole entire life, that is a white cyst male you know what I mean? Uh, that has all five senses functioning. That is neurotypical. You know what I mean? Like all of these like things these days that we talk about of like, who are the category of people that deserve empathy? And you know what I mean? It, 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 we take someone that's the, the exact opposite category. That person still fucking deserves empathy. 
that person still has feelings. That person is still suffering. That person is still human. Even if that person has never gone a day without eating food, even if that person doesn't know what it's like to, to not have a house, even if that person doesn't know, like, you know, the pain of being completely rejected by society, X, Y, Z, whatever, that person is still a person and every single human being suffers. Every single human being suffers until they realize the truth about suffering being a perception and then they can choose to no longer suffer with the experience of pain and they can perceive pain as a neutral part of existence, as a sensation, as something that is and they can move on from it and hold space for it and not create judgment or like freaking like drama around it okay that is like this is literally like this topic for me right now is like holy shit this is probably like this is probably like one of the most important episodes honestly episode two about love episode three about judgment and this episode like if you can actually take these three episodes and repeatedly listen to them and like understand these points holy fucking shit like this is this is phenomenal in life to understand this really it is it's like and it's going to take time to integrate it and to embody it and everything you know what i mean but literally like like catch your mind catch your mind's bullshit catch your mind's screen smoke screen catch your mind doing this because this is what the ego does because ego is you know that's that's the ego's job keep you in the duality the ego's job is to go no 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 duality exists <laughs> like the ego it's like the ego only exists within duality ego is everything that is not you being simply existence in in my opinion that is my definition when i talk about ego ego is whatever is not you being awareness anytime you are not just like simply awareness or emptiness or consciousness or like existence that you are not like everything that you are not in a non-dual perception that is ego and do we have ego of course do i have ego a fucking shit ton you know what i mean and so yeah i and that's why i say that humility real humility is not it's just knowing that you are nothing and you are everything, right? Like that's real humility, right? It's not like, oh, like I'm not like that good. You know what I mean? It's like, no, like real humility is knowing that if you are good at this or if you are bad at this, it doesn't matter because you like simply are and like you are equal to everyone because everyone simply is. Like that is real humility because that is like real non-duality. That's like the absence of ego is that humility of being like, I am the same as every single human being. Like I had the same value as every single human being. I don't care if you're rich, if you're poor, if you're a murderer, if you're fucking Mother Teresa, like every human being has the same value and deserves the same, the same amazingness from life and the same blessings and the same like love and, and, and grace and compassion and like boons and everything doesn't matter like who you are that is like real humility because that is non-duality that is an absence of ego and whenever we are not in that and we are in the ego we are much more susceptible to being in suffering because the more that we are in ego we are in our perception we are not in our existence ego comes from the mind comes from the perception of mind the body does not have ego 
The body is existence. It's not perception of existence. Ego is only within the mind. So come back to reality. Come back to existence. Come back to the body. Come back to the body. Oh my God, come back to the body and just be with the sensation. And soon you will realize that pain and pleasure actually trigger the same parts of your body and they actually kind of feel the same. What? Yes, it's crazy. Shit's crazy. Anyway, this has been a 30-minute podcast and I am so blessed. Thank you so much for your patience that I had to feed the cat during my monologue. Um, I just really didn't want it to wait. And like, it's going to meow for like ever if I don't feed it. (laughs) So I'm very honored again that you are listening to the podcast. Please let me know. Did this episode blow your motherfucking mind? I want to know because even hearing this, like even when I hear this, I'm like, oh my God, it blows my motherfucking mind. Um, and like, I'm the one saying it. So I've obviously contemplated this subject and it still blows my mind. So if you're hearing this kind of principle for the first time, does it blow your mind? Do you think that I'm completely crazy? Are you like, where does this come from? How does this work? Questions? Send them to me. Reach out to me, please. If you're going to do something with your life, reach out to me. Just like, what are you waiting for? Just like, just reach out to me. Just send a message. Should I say it another time? Just reach out to me. Maybe another time. Just reach out to me. (laughs) All right, guys. Talk to you soon.